May is New Zealand Music Month, and in tonight's show we'll feature a couple of homegrown tracks. Our next guest, Mika, is a multi-talented performer. Now, there is a quote on his website that says, Art doesn't have boundaries. Minds do. Which we can interpret in our own way. For me, it paints a pretty good picture as to the career of this Māori flamboyant performer. Actor, performing arts tutor, choreographer, singer and philanthropist with the Mika Haka Foundation, Mika's career has spanned some 30 years with no sign of slowing down. Now this week he released his new techno-funk track, Coffee, featuring Lavina Williams. We've been doing a lot of stuff around New Zealand Music Week, but also I'm producing a whole bunch of new emerging talents across the sector, from performance to fashion to screen to music uh, with my Mikahaka Foundation charity, which is online, mikahakafoundation.com, and it's where um, we create amazing artists. No sign of slowing down no, at all. No, no, I don't. I think, I think we we slow down possibly sometimes when we might. Oh, well, I'm not slowing down because I still have things I want to do and still th- still see mm. things. I want to make, I mean, invariably a lot of the stuff I'm doing now is with this new emerging talent, and that's what inspires me. So when I go to Edinburgh this year, that's that's produced by a young man called Jay Tewaki, and the music we've just produced for New Zealand Music Month was produced by um, uh, Sichi Zhang. So all these young people come with such energy and excitement that that keeps me going. I think if I was just doing stuff, you know, just doing it, I don't know if I would have the same zest, but seeing, seeing all these emerging talents come and say, Mika, let's do a dance track. Okay, let's do a dance track then. Why not? Yeah, let's, let's, do a, let's do a pop song. Okay, pop song. Wasn't something I was thinking of, but yeah, let's give it a go. I mean, I've, I've kind of been going so long and I've always been a bit out there. I think anyone who knows me yes. is out there that for me to do a pop song doesn't seem crazy. I mean, the perception that I have of you, Mika, is, you know, um, so much energy. I mean, is that what you're like 24-7? You're just kind of like a go, go, go kind of person? Yeah, I think so. I have I, I have moments of meditation, of course, and mm. I do yoga. I, I split the two. I'm certainly always, pretty much always active. And then when I like to rest, I completely chill out completely. However, I'm quite, um, I think the word would be focused. I'm quite, I, I definitely know I'm a focused and quite a planning type person. So sometimes you'll see I'm doing so many things, but yeah. they might have been planned over three or four years, and now they're happening. So, yeah, things very rarely just get rung up and they happen the next week. Very rarely does that happen. So out of, out of all the things that you have in your, let's call it your, your kete, you've, you've done stage, you know, film, television, we've seen you on Māori Television recently, way back in the Ra, uh, Shortland Street, mm-hmm. Shark in the Park. Is there one particular thing that, that, that you are really passionate about? I think it's the projects because yeah. everything I've done on television I've also um, produced. Same with all my large stage shows, I produce them. So when I'm in that zone, I'm completely in that zone. I mean, I could probably, to be honest, just sit and write all day. I love writing. I write and write and write. And I've had lots and lots of things utilised into TV and film and stage. That's what I, that's what, what I could probably do all day. However, it depends on the job. And a lot of it happened because when I first started... Yeah, I was mentored by the late, great Dalvanius Prime, mm-hmm. who made a poor year, of course, with the Partia Māori Club and uh, Meritamita. And in those days, you know, I was the only sort of 
creature like myself, shall we say. So you just learn to do everything yourself and I've carried on. I think it's a really good exercise. I think artists who sit there waiting for the phone to ring or their agents to get them jobs, I think invariably it's a, it's a bit of a lost life because you're waiting for someone. Well, I just go ahead and do things. What did you learn from Dalvanius and Miratamita? Dalvanius taught me to be brash. He teaches, you know, his whole thing was do it. When he got poor year on the charts, I remember him being at Warner Music and I remember him strutting up and down the offices, do this, we need a poster here, and he was full on. You know, he wouldn't compromise in that respect at any, at any time. And that's what I've learned. So I've learned just to carry on and carry on. When someone says no to something, you go back with another angle or, or you know it's not going to happen and you can learn just to hang out with that person without animosity, all those kind of areas. Medita taught me mostly about... Um, just being really true to who I am as far as my activism, probably. Mm. Um, she was very... I mean, think about Medita. If she didn't like you, she didn't pretend. And I really liked it. I mean, those sort of people, I, I have more respect for someone who can say straight out, sorry, Mika, not into your work. I can totally cope with that. But it's the ones who... Oh, we kind of like what you're doing. I mean, invariably bureaucrats fall into that role. You know, invariably they eh, and they don't do things. This is what this is what all governments all over the world are like: the artists and educators and scientists, etc. Mm. And so, someone who's straight up, and that's what I got from Medita. And also, Medita, you know, when I was traveling the world, she would look after. You. I'd be staying with her in Los Angeles, etc. And she introduced me to people, and she she taught me how to navigate. Both her and Delvanius taught me how to navigate the internationalism. Because as Māori, it's a great thing. It's a, what I would call a brand equity. It's not something better. It's just something I have other people don't necessarily. And I, it's something that's of an advantage. But I'm not really one of those people who say everybody wants something Māori because they don't. That's a better way of putting it. You know? Have you copped criticism in your career, Mika, for not you're so outside the box in terms of your performing and your singing? Have you copped a flack from, from Māori community? I think so. So maybe early on, I think now people just say that's what Mika does. Yeah, yeah. I think now, seriously, I'm trying to be outrageous right now with my new <laughs> single coffee, and you know, uh, my latest one before that dress to express these crazy songs. No, I'm not getting any bites. But all the all the, all the kids who are dancing on again at them. But I think I think it's kind of oh, that's what Mika does, and they've sort of they've sort of given. And also, there is a thing with Maori. I think if you have a certain integrity about what you believe in, I think no matter what. As Māori, we, you don't have to like it, but we learn to respect it, you, you, if you get my drift. I think that's quite a Māori trait. Um, they don't have to like what I do, they don't even have to like me, but they go, oh, well, you know, he's done his dues, he's la-la-la, that sort mm. of thing. And I think they accept that. There isn't a single artist in the world who hasn't been helped by lots and lots of people. And it's little things, you know. Yes. People putting out, people looking after you, funders. You know, um, different governments have been very supportive, other governments haven't. That's just how it is in life. I mean, I think one of those things... It's a thing like New Zealand Music Month right now, right? And so mm. we've been out, um, I'm supporting a whole bunch of new acts, get their music out, and it's interesting who gets supported and who doesn't. And part of my job now is to teach them, well, that's what happens. Those who can't cope don't last. The pressure and stress of the constant raising money, reporting, you know, et cetera, et cetera, is too much for many artists. They'd rather just set up a sellerband.co.nz kind of page. Or, right. yeah, Which is where a lot of our artists are heading to. Yes, exactly. You know, the other thing with that, of course, you want the people who are investing to make some money back. That's quite important. Uh, also, though, I'm encouraging a lot of our um, rangatahi to be naughty. We're mm -hmm. gradually dumbing down um, 
all young people across the world are gradually dumbing down to a point where they're not talking about anything. They're only talking about their hashtag and their... You mean politics? You mean oh, yeah, yeah, and, mean... and, and it's social change politics, things that are affecting them. I mean, a really good one they're all coming up against is why are there so many courses and no jobs? <laughs> why are there so many courses to you know learn how to do music, learn how to be an actor, learn how to be a photographer, learn how to be a, a plumber, and there's no jobs? So you see, that's easy, and we'll talk about it, think about it. Now, Mika, let's talk about um, coffee. Coffee. So when I push play on my little, you know, computer on on Monday when I when I got the track, um, I mean, you know, very, I mean, for me, very, very Mika. Yes. And great to hear Lavinia, Lavina yep. Williams, Lavina Williams on the track. From, um, Idol Australia. Very techno-y with that whole, techno-y. you know, dance. Yeah, it reminded me of nineties music, like back in the back in the day. Yes, well, um, it, it, it is it does kind of have some of that on purpose because we wanted a. A dance track. At, at the moment, it's up on SoundCloud, so our fans can participate and give some feedback before we go finishing mastering because that's what you do now. You make a track, you put it up on SoundCloud, people have a listen, they make comments, you know, you listen to what they're saying or don't listen, whatever you want to do and, you know, because things can improve and this is the excitement of, the, of this new art age. Everyone's a commentator. So you don't get kind of titchy with your stuff. You, that's right. Yeah. You know, and, and you certainly don't get precious. Yes. Like we used to get... Uh, the arts world is changing. You know, I don't know if the arts are keeping up with the arts changes. I've said that quite publicly. I think mm-hmm. there's a bit of dogma around the arts and still quite a bit of fascism. Like, there's a sort of in-group and just those arts, whereas there's so much new stuff coming here in Aotearoa, which is travelling the world and still invisible. One of the great examples is uh, Princess Chelsea. It's this, uh, this, uh, these pop artists. 12 million hits on a song, and you still don't really know about them. It's like you've got all these acts who are doing so well, and yet it's the same old, same old all the time. But there's so much talent out here, and it's just... Not, it's been kind of neglected consistently. So that's my job to keep pushing them out there and say, listen to these ones. <laughs> and Mika, so um, I think your next performance at Pop Bar in Auckland is May 16. That's right. And then you are jet setting off to Hawaii. 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 Yeah. And Hawaii. actually, if you go to gayexpress.co.nz, you can enter and win a trip for two. This is true a trip for two to Hawaii and six nights accommodation with me and my crew. So you have to be there if you want to be there, or just go onto you know, my website, mika.co.nz and you'll see all the information on there as well, all the stuff that you need to know. Yeah, oh, la, la, it's all websites and Facebook <laughs> and hashtags. You know, it official sure media is. is my Facebook. All the, it's, just, it's just hashtags, whole world of hashtags. <laughs> I actually wonder how many listeners actually ever go and look at these hashtags, but there you go. There you go, listeners, go and look at my hashtag. That's right, go and look at these um, <laughs> hashtags. And so Hawaii, the purpose of Hawaii is? Is gay pride. Huge party, and we're going to party with everyone over there. And um, however, those of you who aren't gay, just go sit on the beach because there's plenty to do if you don't want to come. But hey, who, do, who doesn't want to go to a gay party? Come on, goodness <laughs> gracious. Actually, having said that, yes. sometimes I find the Warriors matches far more outrageous than our own. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> like a whole other thing altogether. Uh, and on that note, Mika, so thank you so much for your availing your time here on Tiahika and all the best for your performances plus um, Hawaii when you head there in, is it uh, June? June. June. June 5 to 11, yes. Tēnā koe mika no kaitahu me ngāpuhi.